Wow, and welcome back. You're listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never, ever, ever played professional sports. This is brought to you by the Believe Network. Every topic, every team, everywhere. Hashtag, do you believe? I am your host, Max, along with... Shreyas. And we have never played professional sports, but let's talk sports. Amateur hour. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to episode 86. Does that have any significance to you, Shrey? 86. 86. Cool, me neither. 86 is 14. Mm, Good. And 14 (laughs) is the number of judges at the Salem Witch Trials. um, And my great, 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 great grandmother was not there. However, uh, she might have known somebody who was. And that means (laughs) that this is a sports witch hunt confirmed. (laughs) It all makes sense. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in wherever you are. We hope you are having a great Thanksgiving week, whether this is before or after, whether this is pre-being stuffed or post-being stuffed. If you're a thicken, like uh, I know I will be. During the stuffing. Uh, During the stuffing. Oh, oh. I mean, I think you should spend some time with family, but do your thing. (laughs) You want to put this podcast on and share this with the world, go ahead. Our last episode uh, has blown up. So to everybody who has listened, liked, commented, rated, whatever. Thank you. It means the world, and we are elated. Uh, Now, without further ado, let's dive right in, and let's get started with The Weekly Highs. The Weekly Highs. Max, I got the highs this week. I'm going to first start with my sports high, uh, which to people in my current area of New England – I don't know if it would be a full high, but it was still high because the Patriots <laughs> for 47.99 minutes were horrible. Oh, three to three. Horrible. Three to three. Three to three. And it was looking like it was going to go to overtime. Yeah. It's just, it's just talk about a worst. game of just, <laughs> just I think sorry, the worst game I've watched all year. That was worse Offensively. than Broncos. Yeah, offense, offensively. Was offensively, game. it was horrendous because I just – just the amount of punts, people blaming the wind, right? And you have two quarterbacks that literally couldn't make a play, one being even worse than the other. Like, I thought Mac Jones was, like, iffy. Like, he was good. Like, he could complete a pass, which was nice. But the other guy on the other side, Max, horrible. Zach Wilson could not oh. complete a pass behind Zach the line of scrimmage, Wilson? in front of the line of scrimmage. Who cares? He couldn't do it. We Zach Wilson needs to re up on his mommy regimen because he looks down bad. <laughs> so anybody, any Jets fan who is a mother, if you're willing to take one for the team and help your boy out, <laughs> let him know. <laughs> let him know. He'll definitely accept that offer. Um, but yeah, until the last <laughs> ten seconds when the Jets punted and Marcus Jones. Runs at 84 yards for the game-winning punt return touchdown. And I was shocked. Because of all the things, I did not think special teams would save them. Right? Like, I just thought, this is a game that the Patriots lose because they can't get anything to happen offensively. Their defense is playing really well. And they just won't be able to finish it off because the offense can't do anything. Right? I thought it was one of those games. The special teams really saved their butts right there. That was... A phenomenal Which, run back. He's he's speedy. Er, earlier in the game, he had uh, hurt his ankle, 
And so they had someone else take punt returns for a little bit. They brought him back. He he came back into the game, and if his ankle was still hurt, yeah, he, he didn't look a, it on that play. He did not look it. Apparently, yeah, right. He had that bum ankle. Uh, yeah. Trey, I was watching that, watching it live at the restaurant, and I was with some New England fans in Arizona, which never thought I'd see. So we were having a hoot of a time. And <laughs> yeah. one of the ladies goes, she's like, well, he could still run it back, gets the punt, and runs the length of the field. Oh, my God, we were screaming, screaming. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was all because of that one lady. She she did it. She knew. She knew. She did. She had her uh, She had her Tom Brady jersey on, and she prayed to the football gods, <laughs> and they delivered. They delivered. Yeah. So big sports high to end that game. For my personal high, Max, as we said at the, begin- at the top of the pod, this is Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is upon us. At least we're recording this before Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone that 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 celebrates with you know family, friends. Max, I wanted to know what is your favorite Thanksgiving side, Stuffing. and do you do it? And do you do a normal turkey for Thanksgiving, or do you like Stuffing. normally Stuffing. 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 Stuff me silly with the stuffing. That's both in and out of the bird. Stuffing is okay. my favorite, my favorite. And it might just be because of the way that my house cooks it, right? Yeah. I've had some bad stuffing before, but the way that we cook it, a little bit thicker bread, not too many veggies, but the veggies are soft, so it kind of mixes in. It's not yeah. dry. It's moist. It's flavorful. Oh, yeah. Like I said, stuff me silly. I don't think I've ever had a, a, like a good stuffing. Maybe like a you never straight. I'm gonna, You know what? No. Hey, I'm going to be in town. I'm going to Tupperware that. I'm gonna drive it to your house. <laughs> okay. I want you to have it. it. It's all. It's all. It's all veggies. It's all. It's just veggies and bread. But mm, mm. Mm, it's gonna get me I, acting up. <laughs> I think mine is uh, anything like cornbready. Okay. Like, like I really like a good cornbread, but not a dry cornbread, right? Like a moist. <laughs> Are you asking? No, no, me it's, it's, no it's dry serious, and moist. Is there, do people like dry question. cornbread? Some people do. Some people like when oh, no. it's really crumbly. Okay. Oh, 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 no, no, no. Because I'm, I'm just going to eat a crouton. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like sweet crouton. crouton. <laughs> so, no, a good cornbread. You take a slab of butter, you put it in the microwave, and you let it, even if it's a little warm, you like just like melt the butter a little bit. Well, oh, I'm getting a little hungry now. So, yeah, mm-hmm. again, folks, if this is post your stuffing, um, I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a good time with, again, friends, family, whoever. Uh, and, yeah, it's just a good holiday to get together and just watch out for those uh, tricky family conversations because, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> all right, folks, I'm going to bring things in light of those terrible conversations that we all have. I'm going to bring it to the lows. <laughs> the lows. And actually, Shrey, I just want to make a side comment here. Uh, in my household, we used to have really big fam- extended family Thanksgivings. Mm-hmm. And the amount of times that I have heard, oh, you're so tall, is ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm going to start saying to these people, I have been tall for nine years. Yeah, there's, there's a I did a not grow overnight. It's, <laughs> come on, you got to yeah. find something. Do you want to ask how work's going? Or like what I'm doing for fun? Please, come up the with weather. something original, people. The you'd weather. rather ask, yeah, you'd rather ask about the weather? <laughs> Seriously. I, yeah. what, are you, what is your answer? Well, so for new people who I meet and they're like, wow, how tall are you? Like, you're so tall. My new thing is that, yes, because I was actually um, a test patient for a child bone stretching machine. <laughs> and it worked pretty well, but takes me a long time to digest. <laughs> <laughs> you, did the, you got the, you got the, Kyle, you got the Kyler Murray. <laughs>
You got the. I got the Kyler Murray. The I Kyler got the Mike Murray. TV from Willy Wonka. Yeah. You got the Kyler Murray. Just All right, you folks. Out. For my for my personal low, not Thanksgiving related, but kind of, uh, I'm flying back. Uh, it's about a five hour flight going the other way. Uh, I am about to get on this plane with no headphones. No. Why can't? I about no. to have my headphones stopped charging. They broke, uh, and I have not had time to get new ones. So I'm about to enter this flight, a five-hour flight, with just my thoughts and prayers. You might be able to. You might be able to swing some at the airport. I'm like hoping the, so, but I'm I'm yeah. getting to the airport at like nine at night. That's when a lot of the shops are closed. Mm. But then, so then, can you swing by like a Target or a Walmart or some? May have to. I'm not looking forward to it, but that's going to be a mental test. Like you just got to get like a $2 pair. Yeah. (laughs) Something like that. But I don't have, I have one of those new stupid phones that doesn't have an odd, like a headphone jack. Oh, you don't got the little converter? Has to be a Bluetooth. Uh, You don't, you don't uh, got the little uh, type C to. I do. I do have a little dongle. I'll bring that dude. It's a lifesaver. Okay. You know what, Trey? You just saved me. Thank you. Never mind. Yeah. No low. Um, No low. For my sports low, a man that I used to uh, really enjoy watching and respect in the NBA as an undersized center, Montrezl Harrell, uh, is now turned into a soy boy with attitude being on Philly. Uh, he's said some comments over the years that have just sort of waned my uh, admiration for him. And most recently, uh, Giannis, one of you know who Giannis is, was shooting free throws. Montrez walks out. Takes the ball after Giannis makes or misses, doesn't matter. Takes the ball away from him and then just walks away. And Giannis, who's a really nice guy, tried so hard to be patient. And he's like, you don't shoot free throws. You don't shoot free throws here. You don't need to do this. And just started giving him attitude back. And then Giannis the went report, to the back. The report was that he told him to go home, like to go home yeah. to Milwaukee. Like as if like what Montrez Harrell is some huge Philadelphia native. He he's just got there like this year. Just got <laughs> like, there. Well, like what? The Philly, the Philly pride is infectious. You know how it is. Giannis goes to the back, grabs two balls to you know again do his workouts with. Then Montrez gets a cleaning crew to put a ladder in front of the basket. At which point Giannis, fed up with this these antics, pushes the ladder out of the way, and people are like sharing the video of just him pushing the ladder. They're like, look at Giannis getting angry. But it was it literally was not for lack of the reason. The culmination, yeah. Dude, don't be petty. Let the man work out. Respect his game. Don't be with you. Go home. You go home, Montrez. You got somewhere to be. Why do you, <laughs> you care? Do you see him smack talking Thanasis too? Like, like what? Like he he's so much better than Thanasis. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> he used <laughs> like to be, but at this he point, used to be, he's like a three no. point per game scorer who gets like five minutes a game. Yeah, I'd rather have Thanasis, honestly. Remember when he left the Clippers? He's like, they didn't want me there. Yeah, he was a nineteen Lakers. I'm pretty sure he averaged like nineteen points per game in the Clippers. Did he get six man of the year? or Was he a front runner for it? He 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 was close. No, because I think Lou Will got it that year. He was. I think they were on the same team, and they they were both up for it. Yeah, because they were they were great. But he's he's just not that anymore. He just I don't know. They no either. No one gives him a role. But with the attitude now, I don't know. I don't know if anyone wants to give him a role. <laughs> I think it's kind of a vicious cycle. He's got the attitude because he doesn't get playing time. He doesn't get playing time because he's got the attitude. Mm-hmm. He's still young. He's still young enough. And my God, I used the, my, one of my favorite tweets of all time is Montrez Harrell gets every bucket. Like he plays basketball 
like his family is being held hostage and the only ransom they will accept is buckets is buckets seriously because he like attacked every single time he's on the court now yeah soy boy so that's why yeah, I, I didn't get it Giannis doesn't deserve that treatment but it's i mean it's a it's a fit like i feel like it's a philly thing i don't know i feel like a lot of a lot of stuff like that happens in philly Stray Philly fans are going to start sending us hate mail. So sure, as if they, <laughs> as if as if Philly and Boston don't have a rivalry already. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, folks. Well, hang on. What's this? Oh, there's some world in my cup. What's going on? Oh, eh, it tastes okay. Uh, <laughs> folks, we've got the World Cup, an event that happens every four years, like the Olympics, just on the alternating two that nothing's happening. Uh, we get the World Cup, which is one of, I mean, it is the biggest stage for international soccer. Um, it's a lot of fun to watch. And I'm not a soccer fan. I just I just don't watch it. It's just not, you know, in my little repertoire of sports that I watch. Nothing wrong with it. I think it's a great sport. Um, yeah. But it comes around, and I will watch the World Cup. It's super, super exciting. And the U.S. looks competitive. Shrey, how excited are you to see our great nation in this competition? Well, I think even as and I'm like you, I'm I'm not the biggest uh, <laughs> foot, football or soccer watcher, but <laughs> but I will say that um, I do know that the U.S. has not been competitive for a while. Right? No, they've they have missed. Not. They've missed qualify uh, World Cup qualifiers, and they just have never. They haven't really. At least with the men, the women are always competitive. They always, you know. They always play really well. They're champions. They're champions. They always play really well. You can always count on them to make um, (laughs) the tournament and everything like that. The men? Eh, It's all right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They haven't been competitive. So it's it's, it's interesting to see that I feel like this is going to be the most competitive that they've been in a while. And we just saw them play Wales. and Which ended in a draw. but Ended in a draw. and it's kind of heartbreaking because they had the lead for so long and then you give up a penalty and obviously the person that's going to take it is Gareth Bale, one of the best players in the world. I know he's old now, but, you know, he's still still a great player and he he knocks it in and that 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 game comes to a draw. But I think I think it's a sign of decent things to come. They just have to get out of the if they can get out of this group. Right. If they can get out of this group with uh, Iran and Wales and England, I think is in their group. Um, if we could beat England, that would be fantastic. Just for you, historical purposes, if we could, tie, if we could tie, <laughs> if we could draw England, yeah, that would be, awesome. be that would be insane because they looked insane against Iran. They they won six two. Um, yeah, I don't, but, I don't think. Yeah, and I don't know if we have the goal scoring for that. The England's just stacked at every position, so I think. It's, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. I think y- you want them to at least come in and hope that they can get out of the group. If you could do at least that, I, I think that people got to be happy at least with this team. I agree. And the U.S. not being competitive, like Shrey, you said, it's it's been a, a recurring theme for a number of years. And I remember when my brother and I were young kids, the World Cup was coming around. And, you know, we have an uncle that really, really likes soccer. So he kind of got us into it. And we each picked a team just, you know, kind of before the World Cup. Uh, I went with Germany and he went with Argentina. Well, it just happened Mm. that that year they ended up in the finals. Yeah. And I remember that he and I were in a bar in San Francisco. We're, we're, you know, we're like younger, much younger kids. We're with our parents. We're just hanging out, eating food, watching that final matchup. 
and Germany beat Argentina. They 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 beat them handily. It was a great game. But I just remember being in the bar, and when Germany finally won, my brother with his Argentina jersey on, throwing a fit and punching me <laughs> in a bar of like 50, 60 people. And my parents literally having to like bodyguard escort us out onto the street so we could fight out there. It was a great time. It was a great time. So I'm still kind of rooting for Germany. There's still a piece in my heart that uh, just wants to relive that rivalry. So we'll see what yeah. happens. But yeah. And Argentina's Argentina's one of the uh the favorites. Definitely this year. Argentina, France, Brazil, are, are, uh-huh. are, and, and Germany are always in the always in the the mix to to win it all. So that'll so be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, Stray, the one the one downside. Uh, you brought this up to me off pod. What's going on with uh, the alcohol here? You... <laughs> yeah. It, what's not going on is what's going on. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, there's been a uh, people have probably heard it a, a lot by now. Uh, Cutter has basically did a switcheroo on the on the on the beer sales for for the World Cup. Obviously, that when they first got the when they first signed on and they got they got the bid to do the World Cup this year. Um, at that time, they had said you know all the right things to Budweiser, being like the big sponsor they're like hey we're gonna you know obviously we're gonna you know figure out a way to get everything done it's Budweiser you beer at the game beer and football whether it's American or European beer and football are synonymous fight songs people getting way too drunk and getting kicked out fights rallies cheering singing it's it's part of the experience it's part of it now they went back on it you can't drink at the game? And what was that thing about being you, – you could drink in certain areas and then they would tell you if you're sober? So, yeah, so that was the original thing. They were they would, like, set up areas that um, – or before they even took out alcoholic beer from stadium sales, there was a, there was a plan put in place that you could drink, but then you would uh, – you would have – they would, like, know that you got a beer or whatnot and you would have to basically show them that you were sober – before you can go out into the, before that you can like you know leave the leave the premises and whatnot. Listen here, buddy. Uh, I just probably go outside. I just I don't even think guys yeah, you're just being mean. I'm good. <laughs> but I'm now you can't kind of a jerk. You can't even do that anymore. So now they're they're only selling um, beer before and after games in certain areas, and then during the game in the stadium they're selling non-alcoholic they're selling, selling that bud zero max what, if you want yeah, a heineken zero. double zero if you, want that, if you want that if you want a nice cold crisp bud zero <laughs> yeah it's about uh it's about 95 degrees out you know one thing that really just gets me going is a non-alcoholic beer <laughs> the best, refreshing the best is, you know, when I when I think of buying a Budweiser, I I always think, wow, this is the best tasting beer, and I wish I could only have that. Oh, I tried I tried a Budweiser. You know, I thought that maybe after college, you know, my taste buds would have matured, and I would have really saw what all the hubbub was about. Nope, Bud Light, no good. Bud Heavy, no good. Mick mm-hmm. Ultra, yeah. That's why I see why people go to craft beer because it actually has something to it. But I mean, yeah, I, yeah. You say, that's gonna be one uh, heck of a pregame. Gotta go local. Gotta go local. Gotta go local. That's gonna be one heck of a pregame for the uh, high functioning alcoholics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they can just hide it and just slam right before yeah. they go to the game, hoping it lasts them, you know, 
full two hours. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like, and what, they got yeah. store nips in their sock like like college students do. <laughs> what? Why? Why are you patting me down, dude? I'm fine. Oh Christ! <laughs> One other thing too that's um not so hot is the uh the the fan. I, I can't remember what they call it, but it's like the fan section tents for people who aren't going to stay in the Ritz, but, you know, want to go for uh, 170 euros a night. You can stay in a tent with a fan with a rug over the sand. No towels, a tiny bottle of water per meal, really not a lot of amenities, buck 70 plus your flight, which. That's going to put you out a couple grand, but uh, if you want to go see the World Cup and stay in a tent in 95-degree weather... Don't forget your tickets, too, right? Like, can you imagine the tickets to get to that event? And then to stay in a a tent that's not even, like, fully indoors. You have one fan? The conditions are not great. And it's kind of like the fire Festival, but it's the World Cup. So super fun. Yeah, super (laughs) fun. Yay! (laughs) <laughs> I'm having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and we were no, seeing man. I was seeing players at the end of the 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 US game just like cramping and like it it felt like almost like heat they were just they couldn't handle the heat anymore. Heat exhaustion, um, yeah. Like you make one move and people are holding their calf and I was like and I originally my mind went to like oh they're just flopping, right? Like but then I was like, oh no, it's really hot there. There's probably not a flop. They're probably cramping really hard. And there's like Alert. at least three or four players went down. Like it's going to keep happening too, right? You stack these games upon games on each other in the same conditions that they're playing. This is the best that they're going to be. Think of what's going to be like, you know, into the tournament, into the uh, the winner take all type thing. You know what I mean? It's not going to be. Yeah. Not great. Not going to be great. Well, we're going to see what happens here. But for all you soccer fans, let's enjoy what we can. Go USA and go Germany. And yeah, with that. Shrey, tell me what you got this week for fantasy. Yes, sir. So we're going to start with football. Uh, we're only going to do one pick this week. There, We're going to make it as the best pick that we possibly have with our guarantee. So best pick. the best pick. I don't know if that if I have a best pick, but I'm going to I'm going to try my heart out. My uh, my guarantee. My only pick is going to be Jamal Williams running back for the Detroit Lions versus Buffalo. He's coming off a massive game. And when I say massive game, I mean massive game of three touchdowns. Um, And he's really come, he's really come across as the the number one running back in Detroit and really taken over DeAndre Swift's role, which we thought, you know, Swift would be the one getting all these carries, but Jamal Williams is getting 14, 15 carries and all the red zone uh, rushes. So I think you roll him out. I think Buffalo has been kind of, Eh? Can I say eh? Run uh, uh, in terms of rush defense. So I, yeah, and they give up a lot of points too. So I told if, you, Shrey, they have to they have to tighten up that defense. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for making the the distinction. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't want to get clipped like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just double, and the, the clip will now just be D. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think I, like I think it. he can. I think he could. I think he could have at least a touchdown against Buffalo. I think Detroit has played well uh, since mm. the trade deadline. They've won. They've won a couple games, and I think Jamal Williams is a big reason why they're able to finish off drives. So I'm gonna pick mm. Jamal Williams there. Okay, I like that. 
Okay, pick up Jamal Williams. My pick, and this is shocking when I found this out, Rashad White of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, running back. Leonard Fournette has been eh, eh. But if you look yeah. at Rashad White, this guy is the future. He's um, electric. I think he is electric. He is a great player. He is 23 years old. And on ESPN Fantasy, which I think a lot of people play, he is rostered in 35% of leagues. That's too low. That is way too low. I don't know especially for possible. especially for Fournette uh, managers. There, why are they not picking up? Why are they not picking up Rashad White as a as a, a handcuff? Like I don't get it. I Shrey, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But he's playing the Browns this week, so that on top of just being a great player, scoop that boy up. That's yep. my guarantee. I give it to you. Now for our basketball fantasy picks, Shrey, who have you got? Max, so we're going to run through these three. The first one I got is Jalen Williams, OKC Thunders shooting guard. Um, He's played a lot of good minutes here. He's definitely been a playmaker, which is something surprising. He's had a couple five-plus assist games. So I think as long as his minutes reach the 30s, he's going to be a good play. And Pokashevsky's out, and they have a bunch of people out, so he's going to be a good play. Second, I got... Tyus Jones, Memphis uh, Memphis Grizzlies point guard. John Morant is week to week with an ankle injury, and Desmond Bain is already out. So last week I picked Conchar. This week I'm going to tell you to pick up Tyus Jones. Conchar has mm. been really solid. He's been really good to start uh, while Bain's been out. I think Tyus Jones, you're going to get similar production that he's always given you when Morant is out. Lastly... Mm. Lastly, uh, Philadelphia could not be in a worse position right now because they have lost James Harden, Joel Embiid, and Tyrese Maxey all out, multiple games. So I'm telling I'm telling y'all to pick up Shake Milton, Shake Milton point guard. Uh, shake, shake, I, shake, 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 shake your Milton. <laughs> He's he's gonna be it, Max. I think he had a really good first game uh while everyone was out. Him and DeAnthony Melton, if you already haven't picked them up, Shake Milton is gonna be your guy uh now going forward while Maxie's out the next couple weeks. Mm. What about you, Max? Okay, that's great. I think so. I've got uh from the Houston Rockets who I watched play the Golden State Warriors. They were down big, but they came back. I'm gonna go with Tari Eason at the small forward position. He's rostered in less than 6% of uh, all leagues on ESPN. Um, I don't think he's going to be a stat sheet stuffer, but I like the way that he played. I think he, you know, has, he's about 20 minutes a game. He's enough to give you kind of those rebound stats. If you need rebounding, um, you know, a couple assists and he can score when he needs to. Obviously the Rockets haven't been great, but I'm feeling good about this guy. Sam Hauser of the Boston Celtics. I know he doesn't get a ton of time all the time, but when he is hot, he's hot and he makes crucial three pointers at a pretty good percentage when he is on um, that's going to be you know again another rotation player and then my last pick is Goran Dragic who I actually just picked up myself because boy do I need assists uh, Dragic is old but he is still a phenomenal player he does a really good job of controlling game pace and he's scoring about 10 points a game with uh, almost four assists so if you need a, again supplemental points in a rotation player and assists I think he's going to be your guy and that's it for me I love it. All right. Well, Shrey, we got one more thing to talk about, and this is with 
Dragic's very own team in the Chicago Bulls. And I just need to publicly apologize to everybody for having the Charlotte Hornets in my power rankings. Um, I liked them last year so much, and I'm watching them this year, and I'm watching them in Detroit, and my God, I didn't think either of those teams was going to be as bad as they are. So apologies. They are bad. But you know who's right there with them? The Chicago Bulls. They cannot win a game, and they are having a hard time staying healthy. And what happened this week, Shrey, with their star, Zach Levine? Yeah, Max. So they played the Orlando Magic, and Zach Levine was having a putrid shooting game. I think he was one for 14, and he was just knocked out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> audible groans. Oh. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, brother, this guy, <laughs> this guy stinks! stinks. Uh, but that is, up for, that is up for debate because Zach Levine – um, got benched by B- coach Billy Donovan to end the last four minutes of that game in crunch time. The game was close to Max. It was a, it was a possession game all the way through. They end up losing that game on a, on Nikola Vucevic's two missed free, uh, free throws. And then Jalen Suggs coming up and hitting a clutch three uh, game winning three with point some seconds on the clock. And so they lose that game. And then after the after the game in the post game press conference, they asked Zach Levine, well, you know, you got benched. Like, what happened there? And he basically said that, you know, he doesn't agree with Billy Donovan's decision, and he felt like he earned the right to to play minutes regardless of the night he's been having, and kind of you know help the team in that in that sense. He's a star of the team regardless of his shooting night. I think it's. I think we can all agree that him, DeRozan, Vucevic are the stars of that team. So, you know, he said he doesn't agree, but he accepts that Donovan made that decision. They've said since that they've patched things up. But, Max, this comes to the question of, you know, who do you side in a situation when your best player or one of your best players is not playing well in a close game? Do you decide that the, the coach is right in the situation or the star player in that who should have, you know, who made the right decision there in the, in terms of the benching. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a great question, Trey. And this is something that you kind of run into all the time. And this is something that when the Celtics were incredibly bad that I struggled with, because it's like, what do you do when your star player is not performing conceptually? Mm, you know, what? I'm going to dive into this situation first. I think Zach Levine as a player, from what I understand about him, and this is from my non-professional opinion. He has the clutch gene, and even when he's having a bad shooting night, he is somebody who I'd want to finish a game. Him, DeRozan, over freaking Kobe White and Vucevic, that's just what I would pick. Yeah. However, conceptually, I 110% agree with coaches benching star players. I think it needs to happen more often. You realize that these guys have egos, but they are not invincible. Everybody misses shots. Michael Jordan doesn't miss shots. But if you're a guy who has a lower motor and you're not shooting 100% and you're starting to get down and you're starting to drag yourself down and you're starting to drag the team down because that's, it's again, flow ment- mentality. It's all that stuff. 100% you can bench a guy. You don't have to bench him for the full game, but let him come off for a second. Get a reset. Not, you know, let him, you know, stay for the, the last part of a quarter on the bench. Put him back in. Let him just, you know. That's how that's how a good coach can manage their players and their team. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care that you are that guy. In order to be that guy, you got to have some sense of like humility and 
ability to like realize when you're off. So in this situation, I don't necessarily agree with it. Again, if it's a game is close, Vooch, come on. Um, it, one for 14 is horrendous. But I think in general, I, I actually agree with that conceptually. What about you? Uh, in this scenario, I, whole, I wholeheartedly disagree with Billy Donovan. I yeah, think, you think Zach Levine should have stayed in. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And, and Zach Levine brought this up too. It's like, you can kind of stomach it if they win. But he made the decision, right? And they don't have a playmaker. And the one thing is, okay, Zach Levine's having a bad shooting game. But you're also losing out on the opportunity that of his playmaking skills. He's a four or five assist player too, right? He understands ball movement, even if his shot's not working, right? Obviously, he's got to find areas where he's going to shoot. And he may miss. But you're now, you're now devoid of his playmaking skills during those last four minutes as well, right? And he's also, uh, he has long arms. He's able to get into passing lanes. He's not the best defensive player. Um, and that may be part of the reason why Donovan felt that he didn't want Levine out there because he's not, maybe he wasn't giving enough defensive effort. But I think offensively, if you want to keep up, you're not going to be able to do that without Levine, regardless of his shooting night. Yeah. And they didn't win as well. So it's like, it all comes down to the result. It's like, okay, you made the decision, but then now you got to live with the consequences. You took an out and you left your best player on the bench because of it. So I wholeheartedly disagree. I think that we've definitely seen worse shooting nights from players. Like I've seen Tatum go one for 18. I've seen, you know, I mean, Luca have bad shooting nights, right? Like you see the stars have bad shooting nights, but I think it, I think the time of game is is key here. But but do you, I, you, do I don't you think, think that they should you don't be take, benched? You don't take them out for the last five minutes. You don't take them out for crunch time in a game. The last five minutes of game are crunch time in the NBA. You don't take you don't take your best players out of crunch time, regardless of how they're playing, right? I think there are some players that that works for right. Like when I when we talk about and I and I come bring back to the Celtics, Marcus Smart, right? Marcus Smart has had moments where he decides to <laughs> chuck up shots in the last couple minutes of games. And he, right, he misses, guys, how right? about this? <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he misses, right? Like in those cases, I feel like, okay, if you have a player like Brogdon or Derek white, that you feel like, okay, I need to, I need to have him out there for, you know, consistency's sake. That's different. But yeah. if, if I'm bringing in Brogdon or Derek white and taking out Tatum, because he's having a bad shooting night, I'm not giving my team the best chance to win regardless of how, uh, how many points or how bad of a shooting? But you're had. only saying in the clutch time, right? Like you're not. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you can definitely bench a player when they're playing bad uh, in the middle of a game, right? We see that all the time. And normally that. That's that... What I, that... Oh, oh. So you're just saying you're just saying at the end of the game. Do you do you think you should bench a player? Yeah. Well, I think I think that in a close game it doesn't make any sense. But like obviously we've seen about moments. Tatum. Think about Tatum two three years ago, right? He's not playing like he was now. He's wildly inconsistent, and when that man is cold, some of the isolation shots he would jack up at end of game cost us games, right? He would mm -hmm. have some, you know, like the one over R.J. Barrett against the Knicks. For every one of those, there was two or three of, like, game-winning game misses or, like, just terrible shots within the last five minutes of the game. I remember right. our clutch time stats were horrible, and I would rather have somebody who, again, depending on who's playing well, kind of close that out. I mean, I just remember, you know, basketball games that I've played in where I'm not the best player but I'll finish the game because, you know. 
But Max, don't you think that's normal? But don't you think that's normally uh, in a lineup setting where that normally happens, where it's like you see that a certain lineup is not playing well, like your starters are not playing well, so you take them all out because, and then the bench come in, they start running hot, and obviously then you don't put the starters back in because you got a good thing going. But I think to to take out a specific star player, right, and keep everybody else like you're basically targeting that player and saying, oh, no, you're the one that's causing us to lose right now. You're the problem! You're the problem. (laughs) We're going to sit you, but keep everyone else that you normally play around on the court. I think that might be the issue, especially we talked about the ego thing. I don't think people are in, like, these stars. Like, once you get to a certain point, I think that they say, no, you're going to have to let me play through anything, right? Like... I think I think that's the thing is like I don't think Zach Levine takes it and says, "Oh no, yeah. this is definitely a teaching moment. I should definitely be humbled by that." Like I don't think that goes through his head because he's gotten to a point where he understands how he plays at a high level in the NBA, regardless of his night. Like he knows that people are gonna have bad nights and good nights. I think yeah. he thinks, "Oh, I can get through anything. I can get out of anything." Right? He's not gonna think, "Oh no, I'm really bad. I think you should put." What, who Javante Green in for me? Like I don't think he goes around thinking that if I'm really bad, right? He wants to play the whole game. So I think I don't know, like if it causes any contention between him and Donovan. Obviously, they say they they uh, they fixed it or they're all good or whatnot. But it's gonna be something to look out for because that's a statement when you when you take someone out and don't take other players out with them. That's the normal yeah. thing that happens, I feel like. Yeah, what he what he did, like we said, I don't agree with it, but I think as a general practice, benching your benching your star player, I think, is okay. I think your that, stars, like if you have multiple starters or stars, I think you can bench them as a group. Because right. oh, you, your bench is you, But you're saying if you go one player, you're singling them out, and that's a bad Yeah, look. I think that's a bad okay. look. Okay. All right. I, I, can, I can respect that. I can respect that. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Thanks. Thanks. No, I I don't know. I just have problems with guys' egos. And obviously, like. I agree. I would agree with that. You know. It's it's the way things go. You know, it's the the way the news goes. All right. (laughs) Hey, forget about it. Anyway. Yeah. Well, Stray, that about does it for me. I mean, I'm good. Are you good? Oh, I'm great. All right. Good. Well, hey, have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, If this is after, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Thank you again for tuning in and listening to our show. We really, really appreciate it. Again, we're on socials everywhere, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. So follow us there. Go follow us. Yeah. Go follow us. Uh, Rate this on whatever you're listening to. It really helps out a lot. And um, yeah, thank you very much. And tune in next week for more sports. This has been another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with Trace, and we will see you next time. Peace.